Hey everyone, welcome to episode 18 of the BPM Podcast. My name is Bill. Last week, I reviewed Third Eye Blind's fifth studio album, Dopamine. This week, we visit the year 2010. Toy Story 3 and the Social Network were hit theaters, and Katy Perry released Teenage Dream. But specifically, 2010 represented the return of Detroit rapper Eminem. He released his seventh studio album, Recovery, on June 18th to mixed reviews. Metacritic gave it a 63 out of 100. The AV Club rated it a B. Pitchfork gave it a 2.8 out of 10. New Music Express gave it an A-. Some called it technically advanced and intelligent, while others called Eminem frustratingly limited and dated. Like I said, very mixed reviews. After not enjoying his previous album, Relapse, this album was a breath of fresh air to me. He drops the accents, he uses a lot more wordplay in his raps, and just seems to have taken a more serious tone with his lyrics. There are still some funny puns and digs at a myriad of celebrities, but overall, he's having fun with this album. This is also the first album where he started collaborating with other artists outside of the, of the rap genre, specifically Pink and Rihanna, and the list would continue to grow from there. We all know the story of Eminem, signing with Dr. Dre after the success of Slim Shady EP, getting nominated for Grammys, selling over 200 million albums worldwide, but there's also the negatives. The drug problems, the feuds with Insane Clown Posse, Limp Bizkit, Mariah Carey, Nick Cannon, his marriage problems, the list can go on. Eminem is the most successful rapper of all time. Anytime he puts out a new album, I immediately listen to it. While they're not all great, I still give it a chance because his hits more than outweigh his misses. Recovery features 17 tracks, according to Spotify, for a total of 1 hour and 17 minutes. Looking through the track listing of all of his albums up until this one, Recovery might be the most complete album for me. There aren't any skits like his LPs and EPs, and during my multiple listens of this album, there's probably two or three at the most songs that I skip, depending how I'm feeling that day. Now, usually I quote lyrics pertaining to the song's themes and overall tone. However, for this one, I will be singling out my favorite one or two punchlines from each song. So with that out of the way, let's get on with the review. First up, Cold Wind Blows. I like the beat to this song a lot. The intro also gives you a pretty good idea of what the theme of this song is about. It's about Eminem going through quote-unquote pussies, both the male and female kind, and he's settling the score with any rival he's had in the past. And here are two of my favorite bars of this song. Drop the anvil, these are shoes that you can't fill. Shit, the day that happens, the world will stop spinning and Michael J. Fox will come to a standstill. Another one. How long will I be this way, shady until my dying day, till I hang up the mic and it's time for me to say so long. Till then, I'll drop the fucking bombs like I missed the past when I went long. So the first one is a dig at Michael J. Fox, who's dealing with Parkinson's, and if you know about that syndrome, he gets, his limbs are a little shaky. Uh, the second one, uh, this it's more or less the second and the last lines where he's dropping the fucking bombs like a, a quarterback throwing the deep pass. Not much in that song as far as quips and stuff. Those are the two that I felt um, stood out to me. Talking to myself. The song takes a more serious tone. It gets us inside the mind of Eminem during his hiatus. First, he targets the rappers who got big during that time. Second, he in the second verse, he literally is talking to himself about his struggles and third, he apologizes to those who saw him going through those struggles uh, during those few years off. Quote, I'm in the booth popping another pill, trying to talk myself into it. Are you stupid? You're going to start dissing people for no reason, especially when you can't even run a decent punchline even. And that one, he's obviously talking about how he was pilled up, Vicodin, whatever he was taking, and start dissing people that had nothing to do with him and He's even more mad because the stuff that he is writing is not even that good compared to Eminem standards. And the second uh, 
bar that I thought was good. It's different than last two albums didn't count. Encore, I was on drugs. Relapse, I was flushing them out. So obviously, he's talking about his last two albums that he felt that weren't up to par. Encore, as he mentions, he was on drugs. He was going through a lot of shit at the time. And then Relapse, the album that came out before this, he was getting him out of his system, but still wasn't up to par. And Relapse, definitely, uh, the critics did not like that one. So he's trying to push those on the wayside and come out fresh with recovery. On Fire. This isn't one of my favorite songs on the album, but it's not that bad. I do like the beat. Eminem is pretty much just freestyling during the song. Well, not really a song as he hints in the second verse. Quote, I just put a bullshit hook in between two long ass verses. You mistook this for a song. Look, this ain't a song. So yeah, he's just freestyling, letting it go and putting whatever just to break up the two verses. So uh, it is what it is. Like I said, not my favorite song. Won't back down. The song features Pink uh, during the chorus. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs off the album. Eminem's back with his puns and wordplay, and there's a lot uh, that he says in this song. And it's pretty much what the title says. Eminem's not backing down from a fight, and he's going to prove that he's still the best. Uh, there's a couple uh, bars that I enjoyed. I gave Bruce Wayne a volume and said, settle your fucking ass down. I'm ready for combat, man. Get it? Combat, man. And the pun is combat, like you're fighting, but then calm Batman as he's taking a volume, he's relaxed. Just really good wordplay. Uh, then the second one, bitch, need I remind you that I don't need the fucking swine flu to be a sick pig. And the pun there, swine flu obviously coming from pigs, like bird flu and so on. And sick pig, he's just showing, he's just saying that he's crazy in the head and he's uh, a little vulgar and stuff like that. Um, so he doesn't need the actual swine flu to be uh, what he describes himself as. WTP, White Trash Party. Uh, it's the fun party song of the album. It's lighthearted, but it also shows that Eminem could change his flow based on the beat of the song, which we probably all knew that, but with the different tempos and everything of this album so far, it's been very impressive. Uh, a lot of rappers nowadays just have the same style, uh, especially those like, I don't know, like those house rappers or whatever you want to call them. It's just like the same style of rap eminem is just he can go fast he can go slow um it's just very different and my favorite quote man i do this for them bunnies up at denny's from the north east and west but when it comes to them trailers and them south parks muffle it because homie that hood's tighter than kenny's so obviously he's just talking about the people in his hometown uh the northeast and west side of detroit uh and then the trailers in them south parks and there's the pun that the hood's tighter than Kenny's. If you don't know the show South Park, Kenny's the character that you can't understand what he's saying. Muffle it, that whole thing. Uh, I enjoy this, one, because I have a South Park tattoo and I love the show. And it's just when you have your two things that you like combined like that, uh, it just makes for um, a fun little rhyme there. Going through changes. What another shift in tone going from White Trash Party to this song. Uh, song is about the major life changes that happened over the last few years for Eminem with his friend Proof dying uh, through his addiction and just other bad lifestyle choices. Quote, I'm hating my reflection. I walk around the house trying to fight mirrors. I can't stand what I look like. Yeah. And then later on, fucking drug dealers hang around me like yes men and they're going to do whatever I say when I says it. It's in their best interest to protect their investment. These actually both tie together because those last couple years before he put out Relapse in this album... Eminem was not himself. He was overweight, as he put it. Um, and obviously, the drug dealers are going to protect him because he's buying all the drugs off them. And in order for them to make money, they need him to be okay. So 
Um, they're going to do whatever it takes. And it's just that transformation that Eminem went from those albums to his hiatus. Just, uh, it was a big change. So having him back healthy with this album, uh, he definitely feels it. And he's looking back as, yeah, it, it wasn't good. Not afraid. This was the first single off the album. And I think it gave us an idea of what Eminem is going to be about uh, from here on out when this album came out. It's a very motivational song. While a lot of Eminem's songs focus on the negatives and struggles in his life, it's important to also highlight the triumphs in your life. Uh, he's clean, and he's living his life, life again, and he's going to let everyone know. Quote, I'm doing this for me. Fuck the world. Feed it beans. It's gassed up if they think it's stopping me. I'm going to be what I set out to be without a doubt, undoubtedly. So that one, he doesn't give a fuck what the world is about. Gassed up, just fake, uh, fake support. Um, it's just BS if he's going to let anything stop him. He's going to do whatever he wants to do uh, later on. I'm standing up. I'm going to face my demons. I'm manning up. I'm going to hold my ground. I've had enough. Now I'm so fed up. Time to put my life back together right now. Same thing. He's done with all that stuff in the past. No more drugs. He actually has been sobered since 2008, a couple years before this album came out. So he's trying to get everything, repair the relationship with his daughter, all that stuff just to get back to being the best. Seduction. This is the second song from the album that I really don't care for. I do like the beat behind most of his verses, but it doesn't feel like a true Eminem song. It's kind of like he's trying to do like an R&B song. But the one that, line that I like is, quote, your entire arsenal is not enough to fuck with one round. A little pun there as far as one round a bullet and also one round like a fight. So that's the only thing from this song that I liked. I really don't care for it. No love. This is the third single from the album and features the sample of Hadaway's What is Love? If you don't know that song, Night of the Roxbury, they're all bopping their head. Lil Wayne also raps the first verse of this album, which focuses on how the money and the rap game is more important to him than any other rap beef. Eminem's second verse talks about how he's back and better than ever. He notices that the rap world is a little different and a little more crowded, but he still believes he's the best. Quote, when I'm not even in my harshest, you can still get roasted because Marsh is not mellow. I like that one a lot because Marsh, Marshall, obviously Eminem, and roasted like a marshmallow over a fire. And he's even saying that he's not even at his best. He could still roast the best rappers out there. Second quote, I'm standing on my Monopoly board. That means I'm on top of my game. Again, just a fun little two-line rhyme there. Monopoly, throwing that in there on top of your game. Just a visual of literally standing on a Monopoly board. Just fun little quips like that. Love it. Spacebound. This was the fourth single. Uh, this one's about a relationship that starts off great, but quickly turns abusive and just graphic and vulgar. Seems to be a theme with a lot of these albums that I'm reviewing. Some may think that it's, he's referencing his former relationship and whether it could have gone differently. Quote, if you fuck me over, because if I get burnt, I'm going to show you what it's like to hurt, because I've been treated like dirt before you, and love is evil. Spell it backwards, I'll show you. So, love, E-V-O-L, evil. Not truly the backward spelling of evil, but he gets the point across. Again, not really a punchline to this song, but I just think that's the most impactful, at least to me. Cinderella Man. like this song a lot. It's a take on the movie of the same name. Eminem is back, and he's going to take the belt from whoever the best rapper is. And he's going to stand on top of his throne. Quote, my potatoes baked, homie, the veggies on my plate can fly. My fillets smoking weed. Yeah, faggot, the steaks are high. Get it? Steaks, like the whole, like you're putting a lot of risk, not like that. Fillet, smoking weed, high. Just fun wordplay. 25 to life. At first, 
and second listen, this sounded like a goodbye to a scorned lover and abusive relationship, but there is a deeper meaning to this one. It also comes across as a goodbye to hip-hop after all it's done to and for him, both good and bad. It's not a song that I go back to listen to often, but it's still really good. Quote, you're screaming as I walk out that I'll be missed, but when you spoke of people who meant the most to you, you left me off your list. Fuck you, hip-hop. I'm leaving you. My life sentence is served, bitch. So again, he's after everything he's done for hip-hop and put it on the map, opened the horizons for other white rappers, it's also led him down a dark path of drug addiction, failed marriage, not seeing his kids, and he's pretty much done with it. So bad. The song has hints of something from Encore or that style of Eminem. It's fun, funny, and a little vulgar. I do also enjoy the chorus from this one. Quote, there ain't nobody as bomb as me. I'm as calm as the breeze. I'm the bee's knees, his legs, and his arms. So I think it was like in the 1920s, being the bee's knees is like you're cool. You're like one of the best. So he's better than that. He's the bee's knees, legs, and arms. Just more creativity from Eminem. Almost Famous. Like this song, takes us on a journey from when he was just coming up in the rap game to meeting Dr. Dre and recording their first record together. Quote, now get off my dick. Dick's too short of a word for my dick. Get off my anti-disestablishmentarianism, you prick. This might be the first time I've heard that word in a song, and Eminem uses it flawlessly. Again later, don't call me a champ. Call me the space shuttle destroyer. I just blew up the challenger. And then he goes from there. Champ, challenger, obviously a, a fighting reference, but the space shuttle, the challenger blowing up in space, another play on words there. Love the way you lie. This was the second single from the album, and it was a collab from Eminem and Rihanna that I never expected, and it worked so well. Uh, this song was a major success. It's the highest-selling Eminem single, over 12 million copies. They made a part two to this one, more of R Rihanna's perspective. Uh, they also got Skylar Grey, who was up and coming, to do the chorus. And this song is obviously about the escalations of an abusive relationship, which both Eminem and Rihanna were part of separately, not together. Quote, you don't get another chance. Life is no Nintendo game, but you lied again. Now you get to watch her leave out the window. Guess that's why they call it window pane. There's two puns I like there. Or not a pun, but you don't get another chance. It's not a Nintendo game. Like You don't get to redo and try again in life. It's the one chance, and that's it. And then window pane, obviously it's P-A-N-E for that. But when you, leave, when you watch someone leave, you're feeling pain, P-A-I-N. So... You guys get it. I don't need to explain it to you. Second to last song, You're Never Over. Uh, this song is just straight up an ode to Eminem's friend Proof. Uh, and I think he does a really good job honoring his fallen friend. There's no real like pun or like funny quip, but there are a couple lines that do stand out. Quote, I'm not going to stop. The saga continues. No stopping the force, Obi. Obviously a bunch of Star Wars references. The saga, stopping the force, and then Obi, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And a little later, just finished the rhyme and I bust it. Excuse the corny metaphor, but they'll never catch up to all this energy that I've mustered. Obviously, catch up, mustard, yeah. Untitled. Final track of the album. It's also hidden, so if you bought the CD, I don't think it was listed. Uh, Eminem just goes a mile a minute uh, with his rhymes on this song. And it's very fun. Quote, Y'all are so motherfucking full of shit that you're stopped up. Me, I'm always shitting diarrhea of the mouth to your speakers crap out. And then there's a fart noise. Again, stopped up that they can't spew the words that they want, and he's just shitting diarrhea, meaning he's just spewing out word, rhyme after rhyme after rhyme, and he just keeps going later on. 
Every flow, got it mastered, so every last word that you fucking fags heard comes straight from the fish's ass. Yeah, in other words, I'm a bastard. So, bastard, uh, but fish's ass, bass, turd, poop, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, Recovery. And I think it's a great album. While this is not the version of Eminem that a lot of people may not be used to, such as from the Eminem show and Encore, he still proved that he can rap with the best and be as unrestrained as he once was. Coming out of this album... Uh, he's a more focused, a more mature, and a more grateful Eminem. And we've seen that progress with his albums after this one. Like I said, enjoyed it a lot. Out of the 17 tracks, there's probably two that I'm skipping from time to time. Uh, it's just a loaded album. If you have any recommendations for me, you can email me at bpivots at gmail.com or tweet at me at Mr. Underscore Piv 1127. Till then, stay safe and keep rocking. <laughs>